Welcome to Life Origami. My name is Greg Dixon. I'm co-founder of Life Origami with my wife Amethyst Dixon. So this is uh, season two, episode number four. We're talking about values versus productivity. Now, just before I get into the show, just a quick comment. Uh, Amethyst is busy editing our book this week, so I'm uh, busy doing podcasts while she does the final edit. And she's going to probably end up chiming in here and there and we'll do a podcast later on this week together in the meantime you got little old me here so you know I used to be this productivity used to I was pretty much a productivity geek I guess if I was to be honest I was really obsessed with my own performance and as I reflect back on it now I kind of broke myself with that habit about a decade ago but as I reflect on that now, what was really driving me was the fear of missing out, or uh, also known as FOMO. See, I told myself that this was all about, the story I had going on in my head, that this was all about making the most of my life. But in truth, I think I was in denial. You see, I, I was, by staying productive and staying focused, I kept myself busy. And it was a way for me to deny and avoid dealing with the pain, trauma, and the deep sense of loss that I had been experiencing. See, I'm the youngest in my family, and as the youngest, I've buried my entire family. Now, it's not something you learn how to do. It's something you end up having to learn how to do. How to do. Nobody tells you how to deal with that. You kind of just suck it up and you do it but the truth is that as it relates to productivity um, this obsession of productivity was simply about my fears and it was my grief it was all in this nice neat little socially acceptable package of being a productive person being productive being efficient being effective However, in my perspective, as I look back on it now today, it's also just an indication of how, how out of touch I was in my, in my own life, how, how out of touch I was with myself. See, because on the outside, I was this organized and productive and successful business coach. But on the inside, I was full of conflict fear, and uh, to a certain degree, a sense of self-loathing. Because I, I suffered from this persistent feeling that I wasn't enough. I wasn't good enough, smart enough. I didn't work hard enough. I wasn't efficient enough. I wasn't focused enough. I mean, the list went on and on. The problem is, is it kept me trapped on this, what I call the people-pleasing treadmill, and, which is really also... Uh, a treadmill of fear of being in being this on this constant treadmill of constant pushing trying to push through and push past the fear I was fearful but unfortunately it also meant that I was also getting see because here's the here's the rub when you're a people pleaser um, you get promoted you you get successful because you're good with dealing with people 
but it also so it meant that I was getting the hero cookies. I was getting the pats on the back, and I was getting the attaboys, way to go. Because of my people-pleasing behavior and tendencies, however, it kept me locked and kind of almost addicted to uh, this loop of re of this this uh, reward, this dysfunctional rewards of of uh, uh, feeding off of the energy of other people, performing and doing things with the intention to get myself filled up, to get myself affirmed, to hear from other people that I was okay, that I was doing a good thing. See, because <clears throat> the truth was, is I was admired by other people who wanted to be as productive as I was. So to give you an idea of what my life was like over a decade ago, is that there was a 13-month period, I guess it would have been 2005 and six. I wrote a 384-page book on business planning and a 284-page book about how to buy a business. And I blogged every single weekday. And as a result, altogether, over the course of 13 months, I produced over a 1,000 pages of writing. Now, as I look back on it, it was a very, it was a very productive period of my life. But it was also one of the most unbalanced in some ways and hypocritical. You see, I was so wrapped up with being productive. I paid the price of not having the time to be with people in my life, to do things that brought me joy. I had to work. I had to be focused. I had to be productive. You know, I had to be committed, etc., etc., etc. So the list went on and on. I was so wrapped up with being productive, and that the other thing that happened, the other consequence was that the people in my life paid a price because um, I didn't have a life, and I didn't have or anything that resembled fun. And the reality was, is I was a hypocrite, and I didn't know it. Now, when what I've learned now is that when we feel like we're a hypocrite or we feel like a sense of personal conflict or contradiction, it's because of a gap between, it's the gap between what we actually do versus what we want to do, or what we think we should do. Now, the challenge is, is that you can't experience what you will not confront. I'll say that again. You cannot experience what you will not confront. If you don't confront the reasons behind your fear of missing out, you'll never escape that negative reward cycle I spoke of. And that negative reward cycle has a name. Some people call it people pleasing. I think it's more systemic than that. I think it's performance based acceptance. Now, performance based acceptance is what happens when we change our behaviors intentionally. In order to gain favor, acceptance, or love from other people, or to get promoted, or to uh, to be to, to feed our egos, that performance-based acceptance, our schooling, when we're schooled, our schooling in performance-based acceptance um, begins as toddlers. You know, we the first time we hear "good boy," "good girl," you know that the programming to perform 
for acceptance to perform to hear those words good boy attaboy way to go we've become hooked on that therefore i think when we feel that we're missing out and if we and we think that we're not quite as quite as productive as we think we should be the first thing to do is not to get into action i used to say that i used to say at one time in my life that action was omnipotent and it is action solves a lot of problems however if you're not if you're feeling a conflict if you're feeling out of sorts the first thing to do is to stop and examine your values because this because this this so-called performance gap usually isn't a gap of inaction of or not focusing on the right task which the productivity gurus would tell you what it is or discipline in fact it's a it, it's it's a conflict it's a conflict it's a gap in our being connected to our values there's a void uh, uh, around our awareness of our values and the fact that we're out of alignment with our values or that we're doing something that contradicts our values and so because of that we feel incongruent we feel this internal this internal conflict and so the, the productivity gurus will tell you that you just need to you know perform better you need uh, you need to refine your priorities well guess what folks guess what priorities are priorities are are based on our values we set our priorities and place our attention based upon through the lens of our values those things that and so our job is not to become more I'm suggesting our job is not to become more productive our job is to become more values focused our job is to fill the gap or build a bridge by revising and revisiting our values so that because then that will give us we'll be able to build a bridge of understanding because then once we look at what what we think we want what we think we want to chase and experience once we uh, once we get connected with that what happens is that we are able to build a bridge with that understanding we'll be able to build a bridge and, and and a foundation based on our values what it is that is that is actually that we want to work towards because the truth is is avoiding facing our own hypocrisy is futile all we end up doing is delaying change and prolonging our suffering so if you're tempted to be more productive to try to make yourself do things that you haven't been able to do i invite you to take some time and think about your values look up the definition of values and think about what are your values you know what what do you value what are the end values what do you want to experience more of what do you want to experience less of and you might be surprised what you learn about yourself hi greg so i really enjoyed your podcast and i got a chapter done in the book so i'm very happy about that um so what i have to add to what you said about priorities um how we 
set our priorities according to our values. And I agree, we do that when we are um, congruent and acting congruent and in integrity with our values. But sometimes our priorities are interfering with um, growth and progress because it's based on our fears, fears of missing out. And so depending on your mindset, that's how we pursue our priorities. And so my other um, story that I wanted to share was back in, uh, when I was, uh, had my kids, they were very little, and I was super mom, hmm. super mom. She went to university. She had a job in the lab. She had four kids plus a foster child and a nephew living with us. And I had a priority list from hell. And it was just out of uh, fear that I needed to get everything done because if I didn't, the world was gonna fall apart. And my ex-husband at the time was uh, a Nazi and he'd come home from work and uh, after a number of weeks and he would be snapping the whip if I didn't have everything perfect. So I became a perfectionist, super mom, and production, um, performance-based person um, for acceptance and my hero cookies. And in a way, you know, I was thinking about that. It's kind of like being codependent when you are a performance chaser. Um, if you think about it, maybe uh, maybe a relationship with your, I don't know, a parent or a sibling. You know, it gets to be really close and you want their, their acceptance. And then when you don't get it, you feel like lost or upset or something like that. And that that happens on a regular basis as a normal human being, but it can also happen to the degree where you become uh, codependent. And that means that you adjust your behavior to be pleasing um, against your own values and you're not living congruent or in integrity. So that's the only thing I can think of to add to that podcast. Good job, Greg. And I look forward to what you have to say on the next one. So if you have comments, you can reach out to us on Anchor, leave us a voice message. You can find at uh, Life Origami on Twitter and on Facebook. And if you want to chat, always happy to chat. And if you want to uh, discuss some ideas uh, around this podcast, feel free to give uh, either Amy or I a call. Phone number is 403-307-8281. All right. Remember, it's not always about being productive. It's about chasing, about chasing what you want in life based upon the foundation of your values. Not other people's values, but your values. Namaste. Have a great day. A. Eh?